2: This is the M.D.'s Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader.
1: Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy.
2: We got the Sunday night game. It's going to be a good Sunday night game. Buffalo Bills taking on the Cincinnati Bengals here in cincinnati they're favored minus two and a half with an over under of 48 and a half there's no trends here to help me feel like i know which way to necessarily go both have losing records against the spread both have half their games or just a little bit less than half their games on the over and the under this year chris what'd you say
0: i like the over in this one
2: over 48 and a half i mean that's what i want to have happen that's the over on this one. <laughs> so that's, I want it to happen. It should happen. Josh Allen. Who's my QB one. Joe Burrow is my QB five. Uh Burrow looks healthy. Josh Allen finally got unleashed. And you know, now the problem was they took their foot off the pedal because they should have put up more than 24 points against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But in general, them going to more of 11 personnel with Josh Allen being allowed to run that offense Finally, looked like it had some tempo. Finally, looked like it was open. Burrow did exactly what Cousins did to the San Francisco 49ers. Completely dissected them. But he ran around. He looked healthy. It looks like the calf is not an issue anymore. So as a result of this, we have two offenses trending in the right direction. Uh, Joe Mixon I have as a low-end RB1 this week. James Cook. Leonard Fournette signs with the Buffalo Bills. So Adam what do you, what, do you, what impact do you think this makes on the whole James Cook Buffalo Bills backfield situation of it all I don't think it's much of one uh, I, I think the bulk of the carries which is where he's been getting his value is still going to be in the um, in the James Cook camp I I think that you're gonna see Leonard fournette, Leonard fournette out there to pass block a lot I almost think he's kind of a, a tight end replacement. More than anything, I think he helps protect Josh Allen quite a bit. He's a great pass blocker, um, but I don't expect him to have a a crazy uh, rushing volume. Now, I would, in some teams, be scared that Leonard Fournette might uh, start taking away the goal line work, but that hasn't been going James Cook anyways, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, I I think this affects James Cook not at all. Latavius Murray might be on his way out and his usage. I I think if you were a James Cook owner, I think the only thing about this that should disappoint you, or maybe would disappoint you would be that maybe you thought after that Thursday night game, you see James Cook getting animated on the sideline with Tavius Murray getting stuffed. You think maybe there's a hope that the bills would maybe change their strategy moving forward. This kind of solidifies that not going to happen, but it doesn't really ultimately change the value you already had with James Cook. Uh, shout out to QF stops over under four brotherly shoves in this game. Always take the over when it comes to the brotherly shoves. Always, always take the over on that one. Uh, Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase, we love them. T Higgins, this is the highest I've had him ranked all season long. Now, he didn't quite play his full usage last week. 82% of the routes getting closer usually more like 95 you know maybe even 100 guys out there on the field all the time generally speaking but with burrow being healthy and this game having a possibility of a shootout chase are you going to lock in t higgins as your top 24 wide receiver
1: yep i've got i've got him in 22 this week I, I agree yeah the the farther and farther that he gets away from his own injury and the, the healthier that that uh burrow looks i mean yeah there's the sky's the limit for this past past game we've seen it before and I think we're going to continue to see it for the rest of the season to see it again.
2: And as long as he practices in full this week, I would expect him to get up to 90% of the routes, which is pretty much all he really needs to be here. Uh, QF stops coming back in. James Cook or Rashad White this week? I actually have James Cook ranked two spots ahead of Rashad White for me this week. You guys agree or disagree with that?
1: Agree. Yeah, I've got him six spots ahead, so yeah.
2: Okay, so you really agree. All right, so Gabe Davis, again, at wide receiver 25. Now, this might be writing me putting myself in the nail of my own coffin. I don't know. It's Gabe Davis. We all know that it could be hit or miss at any point in any given time. But again, I go back to the way the new offense looks with 11 personnel. And off that offense, the other change that happened that struck me was that Gabe Davis had a little bit of a route tree. He wasn't just running posts and goes, and he was actually allowed to line up on the inside every once in a while. And they kind of mixed and match him a little bit, ran some comeback patterns, ran some end patterns. Uh, If you actually use Gabe Davis as wide receiver, maybe he's actually pretty good. I don't know. Even if they go back to the old usage, He's still Big Gabe Dave for a reason. This is a big game. So I just think Gabe Davis is going to score a touchdown this week. What do you think, Chris?
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, I called it last week. I think I should get some credit for that. I'd say like Gabe Davis versus Tampa Bay. Um, I think <laughs> Gabe Davis is going to be a continued guy that talked about a shootout possibility and a big game and a, the way the usage is for the passing attack. And I like him in the red zone as well. So I think Gabe Davis is a guy that I like in my lineup this week a lot.
2: What do you think about the route tree that they finally let him run? I think it's it's fine. Thank you. I mean,
0: (laughs) basically, thank you. You start unleashing some of these guys. I'm so tired of these coaches. I'm so tired of these coaches pigeonholing these players, those running backs, receivers. Let guys do what they can do. Let them run routes. That's why it makes you hard to cover. That's why you have all the quarterback actually get guys open. Imagine that. Yeah, like
1: well, like like I said, Sunday he can still run three deep. You can still take three straight nine shots with him every game if you want, but then the rest of the game, let Khalil Shakir be that guy running all the way down the field, and use Gabe Davis, like Dan said, as an actual
0: wide receiver
1: instead of just a dude running the damn nine.
0: Just real quick though, Chase, look at AJ Brown's explosion in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. We, you know, Dan and I are huge AJ Brown fans. Listening in the draft about how he can't run a route tree, that's why he went as far down as he went. Goes from Tennessee where he got a limited route tree, a lot of play action, a lot of slants, a lot of easy stuff. Now look at him in Philadelphia, and suddenly we actually let AJ Brown run an entire route tree.
2: Look what he's capable and of. Look good.
1: what the hell he can do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I agree. Not saying Gabe Davis is AJ Brown, but he can no. definitely be more than just the boomer bus guy that he he's doesn't been. have to
1: be Deshaun Jackson. He's he's a better overall receiver than that. You don't have to just yeah. throw him the ball deep three times a game.
2: And I do think that being in more eleven personnel packages. I think the two tight ends that thing was killing them because they were just letting them into a certain route because of what they were trying to do off of that. I think being in eleven personnel is actually going to help him be able to expand. Um, this one, Don Kincaid, top five tight end for me. So Chris, did you backtrack at all about his red zone usage? Or I don't, I don't backtrack
0: on the usage. I mean, I'm proud of him for actually getting a was double digit. Um, yardage per catch for the first time in his, in his career, I think he broke over 11 yards per catch last week. So, you're getting more explosive, and up eight and a half now for season, I think it is. Um, so you're not looking for a whole lot of explosiveness out the all-conkey, but you did see the red zone usage. You saw the team just basically pass, pass the ball every down. So, in tight end five, Dan, we talked about this a lot going the show. you After tight end three or four. Flip a coin and tell me between five and fifteen, and I, I have no idea who's going to finish between this spaces. Well, and,
2: and honestly, he's going to probably move up to tight end four for me once I get some uh, clarification on exactly who the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings will be. If if it's Darren Hall, I probably will put Kincaid ahead of T.J. Hawkinson. If for some reason I, I still think there's a small sliver of chance that it's Josh Dobbs, if it's Josh Dobbs, I would go with T.J. Hawkinson just one spot ahead with the overall usage. But I don't like uh, regardless. That near yeah. showdown. Exactly. Yes, yeah, sure. Right.
1: <laughs> Dalton Kincaid is catching 88% of the passes thrown his way. He's 34. I
0: think it is, right? 30 catches out of 34. Cups. 30 catches
1: out of 34 targets this season. It's not his fault that they're throwing the ball five yards deep. every day. T- yeah, I mean, if they let him run around a little bit. He might actually
2: have more well, than like you. Said, again, we now know
0: how long it took for Gabe Davis to get a real route tree. So that right, might be well, well. well.
2: <laughs> There you go. In, in Kincaid's situation, at least it's directly correlated with no more Dawson Knox and his right. use goes exactly. up. So that, that's that's the big thing there. Uh, let's head to our next match.